Hello, this is Damien, the tall, friendly atheist dad. I hope you're having a great day, and welcome to the Tall, Friendly Atheist Dad podcast. All right, people. Uh, true to my word, I do have I do have beers to celebrate 100 Twitter followers on the Tall Friendly Atheist Dad podcast. Uh, currently drinking uh, Molson Canadian uh, Lager beer. Now, I am in the safety of my own home, so don't panic. I'm not driving. But yeah, I just wanted to thank everybody who has uh, followed me, who has interacted with me, who has responded to comments, who has, who has responded to uh, requests for opinions. Uh, thank you to everyone who has debated certain topics with me. And yeah, you know, all of that has helped me create the the podcast. I suppose the, off the top of my head, I do need to thank uh, Lewis Ungit, whose Twitter handle is at IamUngit. Um, he got me into podcasting. Uh, it started when I joined him on his podcast uh, a few times. Uh now I probably said this before, but anyway, yeah. So he showed me how easy it how easy it was, what you could do with it, uh, the kind of conversations that that you have, or that sorry that you can have. And yeah, so one day I, I took the plunge and I thought, well, look, I've got I've got opinions. Uh, I know how to write things. I know how to talk. Um, I'm still learning the the sound engineering side of it. But yeah, so Lewis, this one's for you, buddy. So I suppose the reason I started the podcast was that you know I wanted I wanted to add a a kind of unique perspective on rational skepticism uh, on on atheism. By building bridges of friendship between the two sides. Because I, I feel that the, you know, the knockdown, drag out um, flame wars that happen on Twitter are completely unproductive. In, in my experience, I, I don't know any Christian that was converted to atheism by being abused in, in a Twitter spat. And I don't know of any atheist that became a Christian because they were abused and told, oh, you're going to hell, you know, as, you know, or you, you deny God because you love your sin, you know, in, in, in a Twitter spat. I found that the best way to get your message across is, is to be friendly is to actively listen to the other person 
to you know, not just dismiss out of hand their their points, but you know, listen to them, listen to them, consider them. Sure, they may not be right, but if you're going to dismiss arguments out of hand, then you have to you have to expect your arguments to be dismissed out of hand as well. So, yeah, that's why I, well, look, I, I choose to be friendly because, one, that's, that's who I am. I'm a very, you know, warm fellow. Um, you know, I, I don't lose my temper that often, you know, or shake hands and, you know, smile and, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. So what was I saying? Um, yeah, so I, I choose to be friendly because, you know, I want to spread positivity. I want to spread kindness. And to me, the religion that you hold to is just one facet of who you are as a person. I don't think that your religious beliefs or lack of beliefs should define you. you know, it's just one part of one part of the person. It's a bit like, or to me, I see it as, you know, what political party do you, you know, do, do you like? Uh, what soccer team do you, you know, do you follow? What football team? Who's your favorite NBA player? Um, that, that kind of stuff. You know, to me, they're all, pardon me, they're all personal opinions. And so, you know, I try to look past the personal opinions and try to look at the person. Now, I have to, uh, I have to admit that I don't always get to do that. I don't always have the opportunity to do that. But, you know, that that's that's what I want to do, and that's why I do it. Is because you know, I don't think abuse leads anywhere. I think productive conversations. Uh, productive conversations, intellectual honesty, and yeah, just being will being willing to listen is is the best way to evangelize. And I mean that on on both sides. You know, if I you know I do see myself as as an atheist evangelist, for want of a better word. But even if you were a Christian, you know. Um, that old, you know, the old fire and br- the old fire and brimstone, you know, standing in the mall with a Bible, you know, up on a soapbox, saying, you know, you know, you're going to hell, you sinners, you know, repent before repent before it's too late. Yeah, I think that might have been good in the 1950s, when you know basically everybody was a Christian, but now, well, I should say when everybody was a firm, dedicated, believing Christian. Nowadays, I think people are more nominal Christians rather than, you know, actively going to church and all, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I also started the podcast because yeah, I just wanted to add a, a different intellectual take uh, to what's already out there. Uh, this isn't to denigrate the arguments made by, by any other people. It's just that I, you know, I have a particular, you know, a somewhat unique, well, maybe not, not so unique, but you know, I, I want, wanted to add the way I structure arguments, my thoughts on the situation. You know, this is something that I do feel very deeply about. 
because you know those, those who have spoken to me who know me know that I was a I was a Christian for about twenty years. Uh, I converted in my in my teenage years, as as I think most people most people do, or well, the ones that weren't raised religious. So yeah, I wasn't raised religious. Um, my parents were nominal Christians at best. Um, you know, but we did have uh, church influence in our lives. Um, I, I literally had a Lutheran church over uh, over my back fence. Uh, my primary school had a uh, a Lutheran chaplain come in, and you know we got to be got to be good mates with him, and you know had the uh, the weekly after school sessions at the at the local church, and they, so I. Uh, what's the best way of putting it? Yeah, so I had Christian influence, but it wasn't until a, a personal crisis in my teenage years that I, uh, yeah, that, that I gave my life to Jesus. And then, ironically, it was in my mid, my mid thirties that another personal crisis forced me to uh, question question my faith. And so, had, having been an atheist for you know the first part of my life, and then the, and then an atheist for you know the last twenty or so, fifteen twenty or so years, you know I believe I had enough to at least start investigating uh, both sides both sides of the equation. And yeah, then I eventually came to came to the point where where, you know I. Now, see, you may have heard me say this, but I could not prove that God exists outside of my head. And basically, if God doesn't exist outside of my head, he doesn't exist. So and that's kind of the tack that I that I take. Um, and even, even on that, um, so one, I, I don't believe God exists. And I'm fairly certain that God... God doesn't exist, or, or sorry, that gods don't exist, i.e. there are no such thing as gods. And yeah, but then the next part is which, well, I don't like using the word worldview because it's it, it's loaded, but maybe, the, maybe worldview is the closest word I can find. Um, which worldview provides the best foundation for morality? And on that, um, yeah, I bel- I've come to realize that secular means of thinking about morality provide better, uh, better outcomes, more humane outcomes. And yeah, so so one, I I don't believe gods exist, and two, secular morality. Is a better kind of morality, in my in my opinion. So yeah, so Lewis, um, you've helped create a monster. So I, I hope you're happy. Cheers, buddy. Um, I do also want to thank uh, some other people who have been on the podcast. Jeffrey Williams, um, I deeply appreciated your academic take on on atheism. Um, it was great to listen to you and actually go through your writings and how how you think about it and. You know, the fact you've had some run-ins with uh, old old mate Billy, you know who I'm talking about Clancy. I, I enjoyed your uh, particular take on on atheism as well. 
from a different perspective. And yeah, you, you said some said some things that made me think. And and Matthew, you know, I I, I greatly enjoyed my chat with you with you, Matthew. Um, yeah, that was uh, fun to get your side of uh, the theism slash atheism uh, debate. And yeah, and to everyone who you know, follows me on Twitter, who interacts with my comments or whose comments I've interacted with, you know, I, I hope that it does come through that, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be friendly. I'm trying to be a good example of what atheism is. You know, I'm trying to show that atheists, you know, aren't baby-eating monsters. You know, we're not yelling at, at children. We're not kicking puppies. You know, that we have feelings that we care about the world around us. And, you know, we we want a better world for everyone. Um, you know, but unfortunately we are going to disagree on 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 some things. But you know, this is this is how change starts. You know, you have to, you have to start somewhere. And you know, sometimes you have to start with that difficult conversation. You know, it yes, it is confronting, but it doesn't have to be confrontational. And this is, yeah, my whole style is that, you know, I don't want it to be confrontational. I want it to be, you know, two people who, yes, they like two people who engage in the art of the art of debating. You know, they can they can talk over the top of each other, they can they can get worked up, they can get heated, but it's there's never any animosity. And this is the thing, you know, I, um, yeah, I don't like animosity. I don't like, you know, I just trying to think, I, I think that maybe only like two people, two people on my block list. And one of those, um, started abusing me after I told him that I didn't have a problem with Islam. Um, actually, no, it gets even better than that. I told him that I don't, I don't have a problem with Islam. And in my part of Melbourne where I live, there's, um, there's actually a, a church and a mosque literally next door to each other. And so I told this uh, particular, um, I'm just trying to think what it was, I think it was Lutheran. Um, yeah, I told him that, you know, hey, in my part of the world, there's a, there's a mosque and a, and, a, and a church next door to each other and they get along fine. And he's going, well, that shouldn't be, you know, they're... Um, you know, Islam is a breeding ground for terrorism. Um, you know, why do you accept such kind of things? Your culture is being, your culture is being uh, eroded and degraded. And so, mate, you know, you think. So I was trying to trying to think of a way to put it. You know, I said, mate, you know, you're thinking way too hard and way too wrong about it. And yeah, then he uh, he said a few choice words to me, and uh, that got him on my block list. Um, there's a couple of other people as well who are just, you know, vile and abusive and, and so, well, you know, if you're, if you're going to be abusive to a guy who is genuinely friendly and just trying to have a, you know, a cordial chat, you know, then, you know, you, you've kind of lost me. Um, yeah, so onto, onto bigger and better things. Um, you know, hopefully 200 Twitter followers or a thousand or, you know, subscribers everywhere. You know, I like that, but I suppose what I, what I just want most is interaction. You know, I, I enjoy interacting with people and, you know, the more followers I have, the more people I can interact with. 
So anyway, um, when I get to 200 Twitter followers, I'll put up another poll about what what you guys feel the, the most appropriate celebration will be. But yes, I've, I finished off my uh, Molson Canadian lager beer. So a big warm thank you to, to everyone. Um, I sincerely appreciate you all. Um, I'd like to think that the love goes both ways, but um, yeah, anyway, until next time, guys, uh, stay safe, look after yourselves, be friendly, be rational, um, yeah, you know, treat people as people, because we are, because we are alone, we need to look after each other to ensure we survive. Anyway. I'm sure I'll see you all on Twitter or on the blog or, you know, maybe even meet in real life at some stage. But yes, uh, thank you to everyone. Goodbye. Oh, jeez. If you enjoy this podcast, subscribe and rate it on whatever platform you find it on and share it on your social media. Continue the discussion on the discussion post as well as check out more thought-provoking content over at www tallfriendlyatheistdad.com If you wish to be a guest, would like me as a guest on your podcast or platform, or even to be a sponsor, head over to the Twitter account for this podcast, at TFADpod. But the best way to support this podcast is to head over to the iTunes bookstore or Google Play and purchase your copy of The Best Religion for the Task at Hand, a response to creationism, and why humanism is morally superior to the Bible. You'll be engaged by it. Thank you for listening to the Tall, Friendly, Atheist Dad podcast. Have a great day. Have a great week. See you next time.